right okay. and we're live again yes okay so yeah welcome uh to the tesla community podcast our uh, channel and uh yeah it's nice having you guys here and um yeah so maybe we should start with what i said previously before we started uh, going live about briefly introducing ourselves and uh just so the listeners can have like a um, overview of who we are why we're here and uh, yeah, we just go from there so um alexander would you like to start Ladies first, that's so cute. Thank you very much. Um, so yes, yeah, so I'm Alexandra, Alexandra Mertz. My Twitter handle is Tesla Boomer Mama. Somebody said soon I'm going to call it Tesla Uma. I don't think so. so let's, just, <laughs> let's just get rid of that straight away. <laughs> I'm very happy to still be Boomer Mama. Um, and I am um, now on my fourth Tesla. We may talk about that soon because we just took possession of our Tesla X. Thank you. Nice one. Daniel? Yes, hi, my name is Daniel. I'm coming from Switzerland and I have my first Tesla now. It's a Model Y. Yeah. And I'm really happy with it. That's one. Great great one. Okay, so, uh, Claude, what about you? Yeah, all right. So, yes, I'm a family man, uh, father of five here in London, UK, and um, I have a Model X on order. So, Bit of a mixed bag we've got here for you guys tonight <laughs> okay so yeah i'm julian i'm also a father of uh, two and we have a, a model three and we're also very happy with it and uh as the uh, children are growing uh, we will also be upgrading sooner or later to a model y probably um, we'll see about that but uh, yeah what i'm hearing so far it's also a great vehicle hey. uh, yeah so, so yeah. So yeah, so sorry to mix it. So to mix it up for you guys tonight, we're basically coming to you from Switzerland, the States, Germany, and the UK. Cool. Yeah, that's really awesome. <laughs> and that's also why I, what I love so much about the Tesla community. It's so international. It's just growing, growing, growing. Yeah. Until we have some people from Mars, right? <laughs> that's gonna come. It's actually funny when I did my, you know, very technical ESG stuff a couple of weeks ago. I had so many reactions out of Asia. I, I didn't realize how many people were actually in Asia, and they were very into the subject and very knowledgeable about it. Lots of former bankers from um, Singapore or, or even the Shanghai area. I was really surprised, and I mean, obviously, everybody speaking good English, everybody very knowledgeable about Tesla. It was a great joy. Nice. Yeah, nice. Mm. Yeah. It is it's surprising when you just discover all of the yeah. different yeah, groups really around the globe and just uh, mm -hmm. you know True. talking about the same stuff. <laughs> exactly. We already have some some on our radar uh, for future uh, talks, and uh, the only issue is like kind of the uh, time zones because you know, yeah. <laughs> to the night when it's like a day here in Europe, for example, and uh, but. I'm sure we will find a way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, let's dive in with our first topic uh, about the order process uh, at Tesla, and uh, just to briefly introduce it. Um, so, one thing that is quite um, different than uh, you could say legacy auto is, for example, there are no dealerships, right? You can order directly from uh, the producer, which is uh, Tesla. And then the order process process itself, uh, if you know what you want, it takes like less than one minute, right? 
uh, it's really amazing. There's one uh, channel uh, they are. Um, you can rent uh, electric vehicles from them in Germany. They're called Next Move, and the guy who's like the boss of the company, he says his record is uh, 38 seconds or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just incredible, and I just you know, for, like, through uh, Rivian or some you know legacy auto uh, makers, and you have so many options. It takes you know at least several minutes, or if not an, an hour, if, if you really want to deep dive, uh, dive deep yeah. into all the uh, different. Uh, that's a very good point you make, Julian. But the the bad side about it is that here you have the record holder of changing reservations that's me i mean up to the car i now have there are 14 changes right because so i order i love ordering it's done i sleep well for a couple of nights and then there comes the moment okay should i have taken the other color should i have taken the plaid or the should i not have taken the s or the x and then, then i go and since it's so easy to change yeah. again i mean you lose a hundred bucks but i mean what's a hundred bucks if next day you're happy right so there you go with a hundred bucks so yeah. for the current car 14 changes but the 14 changes so that's a thousand five hundred in cancellation fees and all the rest that's okay. one thing but but the worst about it is i took the price hike every time so so <laughs> <laughs> when, I saw, when I saw Warren, yeah, I, it was crazy. When I saw yeah. Warren, it was what a month ago that he came and showed me his plaid, right? I was set, and at that moment I had a plaid reservation. So I said, well, do I need a plaid reservation? And the plaid reservation DX only came as a six seater. We'll get to the seaters in a, in a moment, but six seater was what I really didn't want. So I saw his plaid, I saw the six seater. He was telling me about the acceleration. I was like, come on. I mean, I'm, I'm not the age of needing that sort of acceleration anymore so that very evening i canceled the plaid going to bed thinking sleep over it one night you know one of these stupid old habits and the next morning you're going to do the like long range that was the night that increased the long range by six thousand dollars <laughs> i have all these these upgrades that i had to pay more and whatever but in the Man. end i paid the hefty price for it so yes i agree with you it's easy to order but it's also easy to cancel and get caught up in it <laughs> yeah you know, also, just... sorry i was just going to say also felt personally also felt a bit, bit weird about how easy it was to just jump onto the website flick through all of the, the the options and then there's just there's this button and there's this kind of pay a hundred pounds or a hundred dollars and you think and you just get an email and it's like no nah, it's, it's your car too easy. <laughs> you know what I mean? so, so i actually did this several times over the over the span of about a month sort of just logged in and thought oh this is yeah and then i thought no 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 maybe i don't know and i go think about this <laughs> You, you, you come back, and you, you know, you go back and forward, and then suddenly you go, right, tonight's the night, and you're going to click go. You know, that, that's I it. Hear you know? You. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know what this is, what this experience has been like for you, for you, Daniel, as well. I mean, tell, tell us what it was like for you. No, uh, yeah, it, it, it was quite funny. Um, I had an old car, and I was with my girlfriend. We was going for a test ride, and I was like, oh, that would be nice. I said, okay. I have to go uh, to to the uh, to, to the garage in a, in a near for for inspection. I said, okay, then we can think about. It. And then I was out with my friend, and uh, I was driving home. I had several problems with my car, and then I searched for my mobile uh, to have internet connection and ordered the Tesla. So it was really <laughs> funny. 
Bing. Half, half past twelve in the half past twelve. I ordered it. And you didn't I change anything. From, no, no. I ordered Good it. For and you. Left it. And I, I didn't tell anything to my girlfriend, and we could pick it up on the 23rd of December. So we had a very nice Christmas. Awesome. Great. And so how long yes. between ordering and picking it up? How long did it take? Uh, uh, three three weeks, something like that. Oh, that's good. Oh, my God. Yeah. Just arrived, and maybe somebody canceled his order, order and then we just took it. No, when, when I ordered, it was written some, somewhere mid till end of December is the delivery in Switzerland. Okay. I said, okay, that, that would be fine. Yeah, that was and, still the uh, period when they knew when the ships were coming from Shanghai. So they were very yeah. precise in, in, in ordering and, and the delivery dates. Yes. So yes. That, that obviously, that, that seems like years ago. It was only six months ago, right? Yeah. <laughs> No, it right. was really, really precise with the time when the, the car is arriving and it was really fun also to go in there with my girlfriend. She didn't know till we till till we got the car. And then she realized that you, you ordered a Tesla. I said, yes, I ordered one. So which model Y did you order? Uh, model Y long range. Um, long range there yeah, was that's just a long range. You could you could. Order. It's a wonderful no? car. Yeah, 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 I love it. Mm. Which yeah, color did you get? Kidding, midnight silver. Midnight silver, oh beautiful. Yeah. Good. Oh, midnight silver, nice. That's that's my color. Yes, and white seeds. White seeds, yeah. And we we just got for the first time the white seeds. So so our story is a model three in 2020 that we gave back in 2021 because the three-year mileage was already attained. That's my 18-year-old son. He did three years of mileage in a year and a half. So I don't tell you the penalty to give it back, but there we go. Then we got a new one for him because, I mean, once you're used to doing so much mileage, right, you need the next one. So he now has a 2022 Model 3 long-range blue. But all of those black seats and our Model Y, August 2020, uh, long range as well, black seats as well. And now the X has white seats. And I was always very, very suspicious of white seats. But they're so beautiful and they're so easy. Yeah. I mean, no stains whatsoever, right? Yeah. yeah. Same yeah. It's, it's, it's wonderful. Yeah. I love it. And you, yeah, nice. you, all the legacy um, for the cars, you, you, I, I, I don't think there is a car with white seats. Yeah, no, almost seen, yeah. black or, or dark gray seats, something like yeah, that. Oh, beige, you know, those, yes. those yeah. leather color. Yeah. And I yeah. also like yeah. that it's not leather. That's it. That it's, uh, yeah. yeah. It's got a nice touch to it. And yeah. I think. It, so, what, it, color, what color is yours, Julian? And uh, what it's, year? It's white, white on white. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I left it uh, right from the start. And uh, be before, I don't know, 2020 or something, the uh, the standard uh, with no additional uh, cost was uh, was gray, and you could see many of those popping up. And then they changed the default color to white to have like less complexity, I think, or it was saving money, <laughs> of course. <laughs> so uh, Tesla went for that, and then I was really happy because I saved like a, a thousand euros uh, yeah. just on the color. And uh, but then it was like now it's an, an invasion of white <laughs> Teslas everywhere. True, everywhere, yeah. right? It's getting like kind of too much, but I'm still really happy because, you know, as you can see, I love Star Wars and the white model three with white interior. You look like a stormtrooper. So awesome. Yeah, awesome. Hey, I, I was thinking the other day that it, it, the more tizzers I see popping up in driveways, uh, it, it's really thrilling to see them. 
only thing that's more thrilling than that, than that is when I see that they're not in their driveways. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> they're out there. And I, I'm always I'm always counting cars. I mean, it's just it's passive now. I don't even actively think. And I'm like, about a year ago, every 15th to 20th car would be a Tesla. Then it went down to every 10th car. So, so I'm talking the greater west of the United States because we're very busy drivers in California, but also going to Las Vegas. So we, we that's why I start counting, right? And so that was 10. Now we're down to three. One of three is a Tesla. This is absolutely crazy. Whoa. And lots of X's and S's now, the new ones, the refresh, which of course, I mean, we're in California, we're in a, we're in a privileged corner, but, uh, but crazy. But again, so many white ones. And so that's what happened to me. I had, so my number 14 choice was an X long range, blue, white interior, five seater with smaller wheels because we like to have the maximum range. And uh, then they called me a week prior to quarter end, meaning um, the fourth week of June, saying, Alexandra, we got at the delivery center in Santa Barbara, um, all the same, but it's white and it's yours tomorrow if you take it instead of the blue. You've got three minutes. I said, three seconds, we take it. <laughs> and so that was it. And so that's why I have it now. Otherwise, it would have been in October. But the blue one was uh, supposed to come later. Makes sense. Okay. And Julian, Julian, tell us quickly before we move on, tell us about your um, ordering experience. You know, how, how, how was it for you guys? Was it just straightforward? Was it, oh, yeah, I'm just going to log in and just order a Tesla. I'll be there in a few minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah, was of course. It, you know, what was it uh, like played, for you? I played around with the configurations like years already, <laughs> kind of like that. But um, yeah, that, then COVID hit and um, the um, value added tax in Germany dropped by, I think it was uh, 3%. And uh, all the kind of stars aligned to, to make it uh, really affordable. And uh, so it was like a no brainer to just go for it uh, right then. And yeah, as I told you, I, I'm a huge Star Wars fan as, as well. And so I, I always knew it, it needs to be wide and also the inside needs to be wide, even though you know, we get uh, little kids but uh, I looked at uh, you know, like information on the internet and experiences from other families, and it's just fine. You don't need to worry about it. Uh, we just put on a, a, like a dark blanket, like a big one in, in the back, and it, it's entirely covered. There's no problem at all. And um, so that went very well. And uh, I also ordered uh, FSD with it uh, because there was a price increase already being announced by Elon Musk, uh, like a, month before that, that it would cost like an additional 1,300 euros or something. So I was really eager to uh, buy it at that exact period because I already knew my dream configuration. It was uh, never again that, that cheap. Um, so uh, in the end, uh, when I took the delivery, uh, the prices changed a bit and I got sent like um, six different invoices always changing like the amounts and uh, recalculating the uh, taxes and it was really a mess and the price increase of the FSD and uh, they even made it, uh, a mistake and I just uh, called them and they were really nice and just changed it and I got my like seventh invoice and yeah, I, I was really happy with the order process overall and yeah it was so easy it's like a bit too easy you could say <laughs> so you get tempted Alexandra like you said and, uh, there you go and so that was what a year ago uh, that was um 
I took delivery in August 2020 and I ordered it in June, I think. Okay. And so, so now it will be nearly two years. Have you ever checked what it's worth now? Because what, what is absolutely incredible here in the United States is that those cars are actually worth more today than they than what you paid for them two years ago. Yeah, it's the same. <laughs> but but it's, it's, it's true for uh, used cars in general, but it's, and especially EVs, and of course then uh, for Tesla as well. And uh, yeah, it, it's an, an appreciating asset, as uh, Elon Musk yeah. already said. But he, he was referring to it as uh, working with uh, FSD, but already now it's, it's appreciating in, in value, and we, we drove it like already. It's, it's a used car, so that's really uh, interesting. And yeah, maybe um, you could tell us about your uh, first um, order of the Tesla. Did did you drive one before? Because uh, what is also very interesting about Tesla is they have few physical stores, and Elon several years ago thought about closing them all down and just going online. And just have like um, people. Yeah, that was a riot straight away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And but I, I still think that some people have never actually sat inside a Tesla. For example, you, Claude. I, I think you ordered a, uh, the Beast, the X, yeah, without yeah. ever being inside a Tesla. And that's right. That's right. I actually did special. at one point. Yeah, at one point about about a year or two ago, I tried to order a test drive. Right. And there was there was uh, availability, but it was sort of North London, and I'm kind of south southwest London, and it was just too much of a mission to get up there, trying to get away from the kids, try and come up with a good enough excuse that so I'm just going to go and drive around in a car, you know. So so I didn't actually get around to test driving one, but it hasn't made it it hasn't made a difference, you know. For me, it's uh, I think I've just covered too much information learned too much now that it's and just, you're still not set in any of them i haven't i haven't touched a tesla wow, yet, right? wow that's so, gonna be such a surprise it's yeah i i it's yeah exactly so join me on this journey of of madness as we, <laughs> as we, as we buy an expensive to, vehicle that we've never seen in in the flesh and i want to be a rock delivery yeah, and especially away the X because the X is a beast, you know. I mean, I'm, no, I'm quite pleased we started with a three, we upgraded to the Y three months later, yeah. we upgraded now to. So I, I feel like I did it step by step because yesterday we actually checked it. The X is still 12 inches, so that's about 30 centimeters uh, longer than yes. the than the, the the Y, and it's about I think three centimeters on each side wider than. The, but you can really feel it. I mean, it it. It is an impressively big car. It, it steers yeah. very well. The cameras are wonderful. No problem backing up. I had to back up in town into a really small space the other day with no problem. But awesome. but you feel the difference compared to the compared to the Y. So you're going to start straight away uh, off with the, yeah. with the new. I think wow. and all, all all I've really got going for me there is that when we when we upgraded from uh, like a like a Ford Focus to like a like a nissan x-trail right it's a lot mm -hmm. it's a lot bigger car and i remember driving this x-trail away from the dealership just a lease vehicle but i remember thinking my goodness me this is a large vehicle am i going to make it home <laughs> this time you'll have to think it's so much technology because it's just yeah. it's overwhelming the first time you sit in there it, it it's so wonderful but you have to get used to it you, you don't have anything 
that compares, right? Just nothing. So you'll have the yoke that's different. You'll have the screen that's different. You'll have these cameras that are different. That's going to yes. be a, a quite, quite sad time. But I wanted to jump back to something you said, Julian. So yes, there was this period when Elon wanted to shut down all the dealerships that are not dealerships, their sales and, and, and delivery points. But he actually did in this, and, and very few people talk about it, he did close down the sales function. So for example, in the Santa Barbara store, which is like the typical dealerships, um, a glass aquarium type showroom, and then in the back, the service, and in the back, the, the parking lot where the cars are prepared to then be brought to the, to the, uh, to the customers. The, the sales part, the aquarium part, is clocked, is locked, closed, and has <laughs> a quite a quite childish written uh, paper stuck there, uh, showroom closed. So that's it. So if you go there and want to see a car, I mean, you can still book test drives, not at the moment because it was quarter end, so there's nothing, but I'm, I guess by now it's probably back up. And then there is somebody who will check you in and give you the car and you can drive around, but you cannot go into a showroom, visualize the cars, that's closed. And that's closed for most locations now. And all those salespeople, so in, in Santa Barbara, I think about four people that were really 100% attributed to the showroom because obviously it's open seven days a week and quite long hours. So by the time you rotate the stuff, you, that's what you need. Um, they are all now service. Not sure how happy all of them are about it. That's another subject. I want to touch. But but uh, but uh, that was you know one decision. When that decision came of cutting staff, that came simultaneously with that decision to close the showrooms. Uh -huh. I see. Right. But they don't need them, right? Yeah, I mean, if you want to, you think. It, and if you don't want one, well, you don't get one anyway. That's just it. That, yeah, that's, that's yeah. It's also why why they don't need advertising at the moment. Maybe to. Yeah. Uh, fight for their reputation, but it's not like something they need to drive the demand. It's off the charts already. So yeah. <laughs> and, and in, yeah, and in reality, the, the, their, their material is being um, um, circulated. It's just that they're not paying for it. You know, we're circulating it. People, uh, owners are circulating it. You know, they're talking to their friends, uh, word of mouth. We all know word of mouth is, all, is probably one of if not the strongest forms of, of communication, free advertising in a sense. So yeah, it's, it's sort of like arguing whether we should pay, whether they should pay for advertising or they shouldn't. Yeah. It's almost a non-argument, you know, because the, yeah. the material, the information is circulating. Okay. There's FUD that comes up behind it and sort of tries so let to me ask a question to Daniel. Daniel, did you have, did you have showrooms in Switzerland or just delivery centers? No, we had like, at least, at least last November, we had a showroom in Bern. In Bern? Okay, okay showroom. Showroom. There was one Model Y. So that was the whole showroom. <laughs> yeah, there were never it's, it's like Switzerland. Selling. All, all is tiny. Yeah, <laughs> all is tiny. But um, yeah, there was one Model Y and uh, Model 3 was outside for test drives. And uh, yeah, Model X was also one there for test driving. But I think this, this is all this uh, in, in Bern. But you can't take delivery there, so I don't know why I had to go to to Stuten. That's a small village somewhere uh, further away uh, to pick up the car. But there was no store. There was just delivery. Uh, I, I think they on a parking ordered... lot. On a parking yeah, lot. Yeah, I think like... they ordered something like a parking lot, and they just put the cars right. in, and then you can go there and pick up your car. So and, yeah, and the how thing was... Yeah. Sorry. 
um yeah the, the thing the thing was um my my thought was going with my old car there um take everything out and put the, everything in in the model y and leave my old car there so i i i um I, I told to Tesla that I will give back my my old car, and they had about two weeks to figure out that they want they want to give me one one Swiss franc for it, and I just said no no I want nothing for it I just want to drive there that I can go there and want to go home with my with my new Tesla, and they took they had around two weeks to understand what I want they always thought I want the money for that but they no I didn't want money for that so that was quite. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, I got also an email that uh, I got a notification in my in my app. I should pay for it. I, and then I called them. I said, I have no invoice. I don't know where to pay. And mm -hmm. then I got an email from a sales member. He sent me just an invoice. I said, okay, an invoice by mail. Okay, I pay it. But the next day it was in my in my account. I I never had a a, a bill in my account. Nothing. Yeah, but that, that, that happens to me all the time. I mean, obviously, with, with all my shenanigans of canceling and another car and a different kind, whatever, I'm always running after after invoices from Tesla. So some of it goes on my business, some of them I need to show to, to change reg registration in California and whatever. It's always a pain in the neck because there's just no not the paperwork I need, but they have access to my account because obviously it's it's stored for previous payments. They have access to my uh, American Express credit card because that's the one that's linked to the supercharger. And I don't know what happens, but they always get paid much earlier than I'd actually do something. Okay. <laughs> so I, I mean, I don't mind because I know how much I owe them, but then running after the invoices is really something. But I just think this is typically not a priority. And uh, one day it shows up in your online account and you can download it. It's just not as timely as I wish it would be. But the payment is gone timely. Don't worry about that. that that's always gone. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Is there excuse anything? Me, I've lost camera for a second there, but I'm still here. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I just, I just wanted to ask you quickly, Daniel, before I forget, how close to Christmas was the delivery? Was it on Christmas Day, or you know what I mean? Was it? No, it was. It, it was on. It was one day before. It was on the twenty third of December. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Then I, I I was going there with my girlfriend. We pick up the Tesla. Then we're going home. And next day, I brought her to her parents for Christmas, and I go to my parents for Christmas. And yeah, so everybody. we have to. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. What else? <laughs> and so, how do your parents? That your parents-in-law react when you when you show them the acceleration. Uh, they, they was they was really astonished. Um, also, also the neighbor uh, from my from my mom. Uh, he was um, a truck driver, and he, he loves to drive cars. And uh, then I thought I told him, okay, you, you can drive. We can go somewhere. And then he starts driving, and he had so much fun. He always asked, can, can we go there? Can we go there? I said, yes, of course. I have the whole day. I have time the whole day. So we drove around <laughs> around four hours or whatever. You made their Christmas. And, Do you realize? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, loved, he loved it. And he, was, he had so much fun. And his wife said, yeah, okay, it's a car. It's a nice car. But she, she's not so interested in cars. But he, he, was, he, was, really, he was really loving it. But mm -hmm. uh, he, then he asked me a lot of things about... Um, was um what what uh, how how much weight he can um uh the car has how much it cost and then and, and, and um 
Yeah, we will see. He has he he bought half a year before he bought the new car, um, and he's he's thinking that perhaps his next car will be also an uh, electric vehicle. But we will see. I'm always warning people. I'm always warning people that still have ice. Because yeah. the last two years were not normal, right? So they feel that cars still have a lot of value. But the, the same thing that happened the last two years of them actually increasing too much the value is now going to happen the other way around. They will decrease at rapid speed. Yes. And in five years, you're going to pay people to take over your ice. You're not, you will not get any money from them to take your car. You will pay them that they take it because if not, you have such high penalties of getting rid of it. You wait and watch. Hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, when when you know, we also had a uh, ice uh, vehicle before, and I wanted to trade it in for uh, the Tesla as well, but they uh, stopped taking um, car uh, ice cars because there were so many handed in in Germany. It was like too much, and then <laughs> I couldn't do it. All right, I'll, uh, you know, I sold it to somebody else. Then, <laughs> uh, but it was also uh, really insightful i think because you see okay they want to help you to get rid of it but at the same time it seems like they're replacing so many ice vehicles that they can't cope with it anymore there are too too many of these old cars and uh, i think that's really uh, also giving some hope for uh re transitioning to uh towards evs mm. more and more and seeing that uh, happen yeah, I'm, I'm very sensitive to the rate of repossessions. You know, in America, it, it, you feel it even quicker than in Europe. I always try to explain that in Europe, everything is a little bit more tempered. You don't have the euphoric hikes, but you don't have also the very depressive, depressing uh, um, downturns. But uh, in, in America, you can follow specific housing markets very well. Like I'm following Vegas, I'm following Austin, also Tampa in, in Florida. Those were markets that spiked a lot and that are coming down already very much. Um, but also uh, repossessions of cars. So repossession of cars is because the banks don't get served anymore, don't get paid monthly the financing that they've provided. And so they, they get back the cars and these cars go on huge parking lots. And so there again, I follow the same um, cities because I just find they are the most sensitive and, and early indicators. And there are a couple of videos out there that I posted on my Twitter link for um, Las Vegas in particular. Those parking lots of repossessed cars are full, like full like they haven't been since 2008. This is crazy times coming. Now you just imagine you want to be an ice car seller in a couple of years when all these cars cheaply are mm. on the market this is going to be really 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 painful yeah very sobering yeah listen excuse me guys i'm going to try and fix my camera sure <laughs> Sorry. i'll be right with you in a minute you might just rejoin uh to restream exactly okay so I'll be yeah right uh, we, we dive right into the uh transition right naturally into the topic of taking delivery um and something that is really interesting i think is uh, the uh, idea of touchless delivery, especially with COVID coming along. And it also reduces complexity and costs and so on, which is always something uh, Tesla goes for. And I'd like to see what are your personal experiences with uh, taking delivery. And uh, we just heard Daniel's already, uh, but maybe you have some uh, also some thoughts on what to improve uh, in there. Yeah. Um, I. 
yeah, I, th I think the time was, was, was really um, special with this COVID to take over the car. So he explained me from a little bit far away how, how it works. And then he, he advised me if I have some questions, I should go to the service center. And then he called the service center that I will come uh, after Christmas uh, because I have some questions. I didn't know that. So I get an SMS that I, my uh, service center, um, I, then I called them. I said, no, I don't need to come. I have some questions and they took the time to explain everything. Um, yeah, I think if you if you if you are prepared a little bit for for the new car, um, it's it's not really a problem. But if you come from if you have really no idea how how Tesla's works, I think yeah. that could be really really hard to just. Yeah, I was just thinking of Paul, right? He better watches those videos before he goes there the first time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But even if you if you if you watch the videos, it, it's it's so it's so different from normal cars. Um, also, also, my girlfriend when she when she drove the first time, she she sits in and said, "Okay, how to turn on?" I said, "Yeah, mm -hmm. push push the brakes." Yeah, <laughs> okay, that's everything, and it's it's so not natural if you do it the first time. Exactly, um, and then you tell them, and then and now you never t touch the brake again. <laughs> then yeah, the people go, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but, but it, it is, it is. I think, I think Tesla has to to find a solution that if if people are coming and have really no idea about Teslas, to show them really first how they can drive safely home. Well, and they do just, now yeah. here. Yeah, they do now here in California. I always think California is sort of a test center for the rest of the world. So okay. here, what they do, I mean, listen to this because this is something. They employ what they call seasonal advisors at the end of each quarter. So each delivery center obviously has one or two people that are here all through the 12 months delivering cars. But since they know the last two, three weeks of each quarter are much heavier in number of, the, of cars delivered, they uh, employ people just for two, three weeks. Now, who is interested in a two, three week job? That's students, that's people who have other occupations and just, you know, they don't do it for the money. They, I mean, the student may do it for money, but they don't do it if they really need money on a permanent basis, because if not, they couldn't live off two or three weeks of salary. Yeah. So my son is one of those, and he's been doing it now four quarters in a row. He absolutely loves it. But they are trained to do this quick. They are trained to not lose too much time. I mean, obviously, if they have the elderly lady and they want to show her, they, they take half an hour and do it. But they are trying, they're training them to minimize the time it takes. There, there is method to it. It looks to us as if it's just quickly done but believe me there is method to it and uh and and so that people come the whole registration papers and everything is prepared their back office contrary to what we see you know me complaining 10 minutes ago about not finding my invoices that's not how it works their back office is really really well organized it's just the front to the client that doesn't work as perfectly yet but um so the person arrives the car is ready, the paper that goes with it already, the, the temporary license plate is ready. They have to sign three, four things. The person, the service advisor, the seasonal advisor knows what he has to do, shows them the Tesla cards, configurates the phone, duck, 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 in three seconds. Mostly the person doesn't even know how the phone was configured. <laughs> and then, and then uh, they say, well, do you need anything else? And you know, then it's human nature to say no, you know, there's so many human that, that yeah. would never admit at that very moment that, yeah, they would like half an hour of being shown around. They just say, yeah, yeah, I think I'm good. 
And believe me, that's their chance to close the door and say goodbye. There you go. And that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Tesla should do there something more for people. Just for people if they sit the first time in a Tesla. Yeah. Especially now that it becomes so much broader, right? I mean, the first, mm -hmm. the first, are so enthusiastic about. We can take anything. I mean, something doesn't work at the car. I don't lose patience anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm so in love with the car. It's like a kid, right? But in, but in, but now that Tesla is broadening out to other consumer groups who need yep. more time, who need more explanation. A video and the, here is your card. I just configured your phone. Yeah. It, it's a bit little, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They have the tutorials in the car, I think. But yeah, of course, that's not sufficient for uh, many people. And uh, when I'm thinking about the potential future, uh, let's say FSD really works. And eventually, what they will have is probably um, they will be sending the uh, vehicle right from the factory. Uh, driving itself to, to yeah. the driveway and <laughs> just being there and opening up. This, this will happen for sure if it, if it works out, FSD. And uh, then pe people have nobody, nobody. <laughs> there. And, and I can tell you that's actually actually already the case. I, I mean, I, I don't have too much insight, but I know each quarter end when I hear my, my son coming back in the evening, he would go, oh, today I have three or four home deliveries. So what does that mean? These people don't have the time to pick up their car. Usually it's not their first Tesla, which is a good thing, but it could be their first Tesla. So um, one of the seasonal advisors or one of the, the permanent crew takes the new car. A second one is following, or if there's not enough time, they take an Uber for the ride back, go to the home of the people. There is nobody at that home, right? But they have that, their phone app, so they have the key to the to the new car on their phone, they put the, the key cards in the glove box and leave. And the person comes back in the evening and the new Tesla is there. They take their phone, they open the car, they get their cards out and that's their car. That's it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's already happening. Whoa. I mean, can, Whoa, you, yeah. can you imagine yeah. Mercedes, Volkswagen, anybody doing that? No way. <laughs> How long does it take in Europe? Because I haven't done this now for a long, long time. If you buy a normal ICE car at a Volkswagen dealer or a Mercedes dealer or whatever, how long does it take for car delivery in time? I don't know. One, I don't know. One, one, year. one, one, year, at one least. year at least. To get the car and then the moment of, of picking it up, it takes what, an hour, two hours? Yeah, my BMW, yeah, my BMW it BMW. took two hours. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, this is, uh, this is, uh, like I said, five minutes with Tesla. My ex was five minutes two weeks ago. I mean, obviously we, they know us now. My son was working there, so he had inspected it. So I, I I'm certainly not the normal thing, but it was sign here, sign here. Obviously they put it in yellow so that you can't miss it. And, uh, uh with the X, you still get the fobs, so two P fobs, two cards. Make sure your phone has the car on it now. Oh, yeah, it works. Thank you. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> $125,000 car. Yeah. That's true. So, um, when we talk about um, reducing complexity, uh, some time ago there was uh, the uh, exclusion of the uh, home charging connector, right? Uh, where yeah. reasoning, reasoning was 
uh, on the one hand, I think the data just shows wherever they get this data from. Um, and on the other hand, it's this analogy of uh, comparing it to iPhones or iOS devices, where you have, uh, probably if you have one, you probably have two <laughs> in some months, and then you have three, four, and over the years, they just pile up, and you don't need that many. And uh, I, I think this is also something, especially with, uh, Alexander, what you just said, um, getting into new um, kinds of customers uh, who are not really used to uh, EVs in general, it, maybe it's their first EV ever, uh, and then they don't have even that, uh, it, it's a bit uh, strange, I think. And I think really uh, Tesla should think a lot about this because right now, maybe it's the wrong time to do the step, at least for, uh, let's say, you know, especially Model 3s and Model Ys, for more like the um, beginner <laughs> Teslas because uh, the other are so expensive in comparison. And uh, I don't know what your thoughts are on this. Yeah, I, I, I can understand what Tesla trying to do because um, if, if people are buying uh, multiple Teslas behind, then you have three or four or five of this and you don't need them. Um, but if you if you have someone who buys the first time a Tesla, I'm, I'm not really sure if that's a good idea to leave that away. So perhaps Tesla could ask the customer if he really needs it or something like that then uh, i i i was i was happy uh, to have it because um, my wall box was coming two months later so i could at least charge it at home um with this mobile connector um if i didn't have it i have to go all all the time uh, to a to a supercharger or something because close to me there was nothing except in the in the uh, in this in the shopping center but this was mostly occupied, yeah. so so then it would be really, yeah, uncomfortable to have a to have an, an EV. Um, so mm. perhaps they could do it. Uh, ask the customer if he really needs it. Yeah. Well, I mean, to, to to jump in on on this, we charge it only on the mobile charger, both of them. We have, you know, American houses and electricity is a a long story i mean every outlet usually is on only 110 volt and then so we had to find a 221 and get that outside so that it was close enough to the driveway where they are charged so we're using the mobile um charges as i told you this is our fourth um mm -hmm. tesla and we're having two we're currently having a model 3 and the model x now, when we gave back the first Model 3, we'd forgotten to put the mobile charger in it. So that one was still at home. The Model Y, we gave it back. The Model 3, a couple of months ago, came with a new one. And the Model X, last week, came with a new one as well, except they told us we had to order one. So I paid 200 bucks for a new one. So now we have four at home. We only need one. It doesn't matter. We gave one back when we're supposed to give it back, but we, we now have four, so soon I can open a market with it or go on eBay with it. Um, but, 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 it um, but we use it every day. So that's why I don't actually want to let go because who knows whether the one we use primarily is, is actually going to be used. And I want to have one in the car when, when we're traveling just in case you, you don't find one. Usually we go to hotels that have destination chargers or just we go to superchargers on the way. But, um, but I found it, it was a cheap economy because it just it's nice to have in your trunk or frunk to have it just for the emergency case the same way that i find what they announced yesterday 
that the X and the S don't have key fobs anymore, uh, or I mean, you can order them for $150. I mean, $125,000 car, $150 for a key fob. It's very cute, the key fob, I can tell you. I'm, I'm not leaving the house without a key fob, even if I wouldn't use the Tesla that day. So I, I, I like having my key fob with me. But I just think those are cheap economies. But on the other side, as a stockholder, I'm very, very happy they're doing that. I mean, there is no economy too small to make the whole business as uh, profitable as possible. That's absolutely true. I share that sentiment. Mm. Claude, can you uh, hear us again? And yes, yes, I'm with you guys. Sorry, my, my, my camera is deciding to do what Don's camera did to him last time. Okay, so. there you go. <laughs> no, you're sitting in Dom's spot. I'll tell him. I've, that, got, that's Dom. The... <laughs> I've got Dom's spot tonight. That's right. That's the jinx spot. Now, let, let me ask you something, Claude, because I was asking, wondering about that. Maybe you said and I forgot about it. Um, so you've got your excellent order for over a year. And what is your ex what is your expected delivery date now? Okay. So, yes. So, yeah, I placed the order. I think it's about two months ago now. So. Oh, okay, so it's short. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm I'm really just trying not to raise expectations and raise hopes for any sort of delivery this year. You know, um, I'm kind of hoping first quarter next year. Um, but yeah, um, it, it, <laughs> I just see, I just see you, I just see you taking delivery of yours, and I'm like, ah. Oh, I'm, really <laughs> I'm so sorry. So it's what? It's an X long range or an X uh, plaid? Long range, yeah. Long, long range, range with, long range with the seven seats, and, and, and yeah. it's it's because of the kids. <laughs> you know? So I can hear. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Um, I know. I know you can get seven seats in a a Model Y, um, but mm -hmm. the the two rear seats would be quickly outgrown. So you know, yeah. um, they're Very not really stuff. adult size. You know. So, um, yeah, blink and the kids are all grown up and if you want to go, we'll go somewhere together, you know, well, I mean, they're all teens, you know, and, uh, yeah. They don't want to be fight. seen with you anymore, but they want to be seen in the Tesla. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, but yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking a year should probably mm -hmm. be the expectation at this point. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, and did, you, did you offer a trade-in of your current car to Tesla, or are you doing that by yourself? Well, like we're seeing, it's it's just purely it's purely on my own on my own on my own dime. You know, um, we've mm -hmm. been sort of managing with leased vehicles for a while, and uh, so yeah, this is a yeah, it's a it's a brand new world. <laughs> for us. I, I wish I would be there. I wish I would be there. There you take delivery. I mean, from nothing to an X, I, I cannot even imagine. I'll, I'll, I'll film the event. Yes, exactly. <laughs> when, when my camera is working. I, I think one of you has to go there. I mean, it's a bit far for me, but one of you have to be. I just want to see the reaction to everything. Because, you know, on yeah. the X, you, you advance and, and you, you back up by a flip on the screen so you don't you don't have no sticks anymore no nothing no no button you have on the screen a little line on the left side of the of the screen that either you flip upside and then you go forwards or you flip backwards uh, downwards and you go backwards or you can set it that it auto detects and then wherever you are the car thinks he knows where you want to go so but when you come from, and I, I can't even imagine how, how you get acquainted to that straight away, because that you need to do when you when you leave, right? You, you're in that dealership lot, and now you have to take the car. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Either that or just sit in it for three hours straight trying to figure well, no, out. No, 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 believe me, they kick you out. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It, it sort of rings it rings true about similar similarly to sort of the ease of the of the ordering process. Sort of mm-hmm. you know well, you've got to you've got to have the payment with that one though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey. And um uh, I, I, I don't I don't I suppose it's almost like you have to dispel all the prejudices and biases you might have picked up along the way, having mm-hmm. de- having used you know ice vehicles up to this point. There's a lot of complexity. There are a lot of things that can go wrong, and you you really sort of need to handle it very carefully. And I mean, all of a sudden, there's the technology available that exactly yeah, you're sorry? going from the old Nokia. You're going from the old Nokia to the iPhone <laughs> 13 in one go. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. So alien yeah. technology. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be a very interesting ride, literally. Uh, maybe I will come around uh, flight three. Yeah, I think then... you should document that, Julian. I, I, can you imagine? I, I, it's got to be done. I, I don't know how you're going to do it, Claude. And I'm not laughing off you, just of the situation. because No, I, no. This, I, 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 reckon, been... I reckon you're right. Um, episode 52 of our show, because that's going to be about a year from now, right? <laughs> Julian, will come, right Julian will come around, and he's going to help me get the vehicle home safely. And, <laughs> yeah. and we'll go for uh, beer, yeah, and talk so about it. Ch- checking the German store, uh, they don't give you an estimate, by the way, of delivery anymore. Uh, they oh. removed it for Europe. I think they removed it for uh, all, all right. Europe some time ago. Uh, I hope it's not the case for your car. <laughs> well, I, I suppose you just have to get that email that comes in here, the sort of. Yeah, exactly. So let me get that right because I don't follow that very much anymore. I'm sure, Julian, you do. So in Berlin, they only build Ys, right? And only white and black Ys. So if you want anything else, meaning a different color or a 3 or an X or an S, it's still imported either from Fremont for the S and the X or from China for the 3s and the other colors of the Y, correct? Exactly. Okay. All right. Yes. And they started um, ramping up or at least kind of testing production for the long range version of the model Y now in Berlin. And uh, but they're importing the cells from uh, Shanghai and putting them in, into the cars here because they, they are still in construction of the 4680 um, building, battery building. So this will take some time. And yeah, it, it's what I'm waiting for, like when they are uh, ramping up production there and they're offering Maybe you've seen it, they like teases of the new colors as well with uh, a very interesting yes. multi-layered uh, purplish uh, and literary color. It just, there were some uh, pictures are like uh, not, not well done, but you could already see it, it will look amazing. <laughs> it will be like it's a unique what, color it's rather purple or rather blue or rather, rather red. What, what, because I, yeah, I remember- All three, but in different versions, I think. Um, okay. But, but I think that there was one with a purplish style and it looked horrible for me. Can you imagine I did 14 changes just with those three colors or four colors and uh, there I would go again. Oh my God. Yeah, it will be <laughs> So uh, Daniel, uh, you just uh, told us, uh, coming to the next topic, by the way, I forgot to do that. I wanted to have this. Uh, you told us that <laughs> if they uh, don't have the home charging connector, and you need to go to the uh, superchargers. And um, that's something I think is also 
uh, very important, especially now since they are ramping up uh, the production in Texas and uh, in Berlin as well, and potentially announcing new gigafactories in the future. There will be so many more EVs, and uh, they need to expand the uh, charger network. I mean, you have. Uh, already in a rapid, exp a rapid expansion, I think. So since uh, 2021, they have a dedicated factory in Shanghai. Uh, I looked it up. So they can produce like 10,000 uh, version 3 stalls with uh, 250 kilowatts uh, per year. And um, so assuming 10 stalls per station, uh, charging station uh, on average, it would be enough for uh, 1,000 stations each year. And uh, I, I'm really excited to see that. I'm, I'm also following um, some Supercharger uh, update uh, Twitter accounts uh, where just posting, you know, here's a new one, there's a new one. And uh, I'd like your uh, ideas or your experiences with that, um, especially with the supercharging network and what you also think could be improved. Uh, uh, yeah, what do you think about it in general? Not everything to it. Thank you. Um. Yeah, I I don't I don't have too much experience with with, super, with the supercharger network. I I know four supercharger net uh, in Switzerland. I know three in Italy, and that's because they are on my road. So um, yeah, I, I I love the supercharger. Um, even uh, version two or version three, it doesn't really matter uh, for me. Um, my car, when I was on a road trip, my car was always finished before I was ready to go ahead. So I never has, has to wait for a car. So for my opinion, also the version 2 charges, they charge fast enough. And currently, I think there is the biggest discussion is the price on the superchargers. Um, and I I don't really I don't really know. I, I love the whole ecosystem from 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 Apple. Um, so I love also the whole ecosystem from Tesla. So uh, I just sit in my car and say I want to go uh, to to Sweden, and I just put the destination in, and everything else is my car is doing. So I, I, I really love that. And so, from my opinion, it's really the price is really worth for the supercharge. I don't know how it is in the U.S. Um, mm -hmm. if there is also a price discussion. Yeah, I think let me maybe jump in there. So I got a couple of points on that one. The first one was, you probably all remember about a week ago for the 4th of July, obviously big long weekend here in the United States, some idiot posted a video saying at the Madonna Inn Supercharger, which is on the Central Coast in California, there were people waiting hours and hours to be to be able to get to a supercharger. That video was three years old. It was from uh, Independence Day. No, um, it was on Thanksgiving 2019, which was right. just the month before they opened lots of other superchargers in that area. Um, so that was the, the worst moment Tesla knew about it, had addressed it, but obviously the superchargers weren't open yet. And it was the worst weekend because Thanksgiving in America, everybody's on the road. So, um, uh, and, and they obviously felt they had to repost that, not saying it was old, pretending it was from this weekend, uh, this year, 2022. So obviously the whole Twitter army um, went out and, and denounced it and, and that's it. But it just shows what the topic superchargers are. So there are a couple of things that happen in America. Like in Europe, uh, they're building in America now 
um, out that other EV manufacturers can use Tesla superchargers. It's not open yet, but this is coming. This is also some goodwill uh, to the Biden administration. It's also additional income, no doubt about it. And I think we've come to a critical mass where um, it won't matter so much that more cars are coming because wait times have really gotten very slim. Within the in the three years that we're now driving and regular doing uh, road trips, we had one issue once where we had to wait 15 minutes. That was on the trip from Santa Barbara to Las Vegas on a long weekend, um, and we had to wait. And in that perimeter, they have done now three more. Baker has now 40 stalls. They are doing in Bakersfield. Uh, not in Bakersfield, in Boston, uh, a huge one with nearly 100 souls. So, so they've, they've understood where the critical points are. Now, to the point that we are actually arbitraging, and that's what, where I wanted to come. So when you're on your um, screen in the, in the Tesla and you put just any destination, the car will obviously tell you which supercharger you should go to. Now, um, we're getting so obsessed that we're actually overwriting the car's um, best destination. Why? Because we've realized that it does systematically bring you to superchargers that are more expensive compared to the ones that are less expensive. And it's not only a V2 or V3 uh, thing. It's just I think it's the way it's programmed. So we're trying to be smarter than the app. I mean, not that I have any pretension trying to be smarter than Elon, but I think they're quite they're quite capitalistic in their in their approach to it. Um, so we're trying to find. And the good thing on the app is on the screen in the car, you can tap on any of the superchargers and it gives you exactly the conditions. And you have in America about half of them that have conditions where charging overnight, meaning from eight in the evening to eight in the morning or some hours like that, it's half the price compared to the day. And so if you know that in advance, well, you organize your trip to it, and we have the leisure to be able to, to time it as we want. And that brings, obviously, the price down. Now, let's face it. That means bringing a full supercharging session from $18 down to 9 right? I mean, it, it's ridiculous. It's fun to do it because we love to be stingy on stuff like that. But it's supercharging is still so exp so less expensive compared to gas that it's on the margin, it's fun to do it, but it's not really important in life. Oh, there is Claude. Oh, yeah, yeah. Claude, hi. I'm back. I'm back from the abyss. There you go. Did you miss, did you miss the charging talk? No, no, I've been listening all along. Oh, you will need all that. <laughs> yeah. Can you charge at home, Claude, or will you be able to charge at home? Yeah, right. I will. I will. I've actually I've got my... Um... <laughs> I ordered the... Um... On Elon's wall advice, connector. he said he said get your wall connector um, soon, right? So I maybe over eagerly just ordered one immediately after ordering the car, thinking that maybe the wall connector will arrive six months down the line and the car will arrive twelve months down the line, you know, something like that. But the wall connector arrived like a week later, so I sort of thought, okay, it's here, so I might as well just install the thing, and even though it's going to be a long wait. You know, it's fine. You can it's, look you know, at it. You can kiss I can, it. I can, yeah, can, I can hang it. it on the wall like a trophy, or you know what I mean. You, you know, so yeah. So so yeah. To answer your question, and good shout out to Don. I think yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I, I am thoroughly curious about the supercharger experience, especially when you're going to go and sort of go for a bit of a longer drive. 
you know, mm-hmm. go up country, maybe pop around, visit Julian's house, you know, for, for, for a beer and, you know, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sure there'll be a few visits to superchargers. I mean, uh, you see them everywhere, you know, and um, you don't have to own a Tesla to know about superchargers. And um, I remember just stopping at a, just a sort of a rest stop um, on a drive some months ago and just, just, just admiring the supercharger. Uh, there were sort of there was an eight stall supercharger uh, um, at the same place where I was just um, just just um, just stopping for a mo- for a bit, and I even thought about trying to make a little video and sending it to um, uh, now you know you know so. <laughs> <laughs> you <should. laughs> but but now realize what can I you know how that's so arrogant of me how what am I going to say about Whoa. superchargers I don't even own a, own a vehicle you know but still I thought no this is um. <laughs> You know, you just see things in the flesh and it just, you know, it, it goes back to my my story from last time about just yeah. seeing the satellites, you know, just. And, and are you aware that there is a supercharging etiquette? Like uh, you should always leave a space between you and the next one because the stalls are actually sharing, um, they're sharing um, power, right? So if it's not full, leave a space in the middle. The other one is, I mean, I, I found, Tesla drivers are actually not very um, social at these moments, right? I mean, everybody goes there, parks the thing, puts the thing in, goes on the toilet or in the shop or whatever and goes back in. Um, but sometimes I really have good surprises. You know, sometimes when people either they recognize each other or just they, they're friendly and want to talk a little bit, much more than at a gas station. You know, at a gas station, you obviously never talk to anybody, right? Yeah, and, and um, yeah, and I do believe there could be a big improvement still in the infrastructure around it because I mean you're there 15, 20 minutes, and I think you're willing, other than just wash your hands, um, to spend some money, have a good coffee. You know, that I think there could be stuff. And the other thing is, I, I find there, and this is now very typical for the West of the American of America, so I can't be global, but there's still some dirty people out there that just dump their trash in a corner behind the car and then leave. And then, uh, uh, so there I come, <laughs> my good old German me, put my gloves on, put my bag out and collect all the trash and put it in the trash bin, just because that gives me my 15 minutes something to do. But it's a shame that we're still that we're still there and have to clean up after other people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, you, Claude, uh, talking about your charger already being ordered, I just wanted to show, briefly show a picture I saw on Reddit, uh, which is just dying with anticipation this year so <laughs> this person That's basically everything <laughs> the charger in the background already all waiting all just interior, all the additional stuff it's just <laughs> no car okay, right can you imagine if the kid goes in there and th- and, and make something or break something how upset the father is gonna be yeah it's like uh oh that's yeah, like sacred ground now yeah so that's the level you need to reach right <laughs> well with 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 such long wait times uh, it's very understandable yeah <laughs> gathering up all your extra bits and bobs before beforehand uh, yeah sort of i'm also really yeah i just wanted to add uh you with the etiquette that you just mentioned uh you needing to clean up uh, if we think about in the future, uh, think about the future, like, um, again, if FSD ever comes to fruition and you see uh, autonomous vehicles, uh, 
what will then the superchargers be like? I mean, you have autonomous cars driving there potentially, and you know, there was the uh, charger snake um, mm -hmm. concept they yeah. developed. It was really interesting, yeah. but I think they discarded yeah. it uh, for unknown reasons. But maybe it has to do with a Tesla bot. Um, maybe. Just like a gas station attendant, you have them uh, just chilling there, awaiting <laughs> at the gas station, <laughs> standing there and waiting for an autonomous vehicle to just mm. take the uh, charge and plug it in. Potentially and the bot clean the car. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Yeah. And that, that raises a really interesting point in the sense of, you know, there are a lot of people now talking about, oh, are there going to be enough charges, right? Or, 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 or are areas going to be affected and impacted by the whole thing? How long is it before, say, full FSD kicks in or, 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 or part of it kicks in well enough for vehicles to actually be summoned to a charging point and then summoned away from that charging point sort of autonomously? So it's almost like a vehicle. How 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 far away are we? And this is just a question, you know. Sort of think of mm. it as a conjecture, you know, to say, could it be possible that at some point we're not even going to be bothered about whether we know whether we find a stall, because we yeah. our vehicle is just going to drop us at the front door of the mall or the shopping center or, you know, or wherever Pick it is up again. Go, and mm. it's just going to go off and, and and get itself charged if it needs to get mm. charged, you know. And we're we're not yeah. really going to be bothered, uh, you know, yeah, that's about a good it that much. So, so it's like, is that potentially another paradigm shift? Paradigm shift, you know, down the road. Uh, oh, I'm sure on, it's coming. On top I'm of just, a huge I'm pile of paradigm shifts. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's coming. I'm probably the most pessimistic of all in timing. I still think, you know, anything to do where regulators have to give their green light is just going to take many, many more years than we hope. Um, yeah. But then again, I hear from everybody, yeah, you'll see it will start in Florida, it will start in Vegas, it will start uh, uh, in Arabic countries who seem to be very favorable to that, which is actually a surprise to me because I, I, I would have thought, you know, they were rather for anything petrol orientated, but there you go. Um, so maybe I'm wrong, maybe they're, they're coming. I, I wish it happens. I mean, can you imagine how wonderful that would be? You decide tomorrow you want to be in New York and rather than having to take a plane, some people have liked planes. I actually think planes is really, um, at the moment, uh, such a waste of energy and money. You know, all these people, I understand after two years want to travel, but my gosh, have you seen the airports lately? I mean, it's if it's, it's you know, travel, it's the last time in the world they can ever travel. And so we're having the biggest energy crisis in the world. And at the same time, we have the most tourists taking planes to destinations that if they are not there, it doesn't matter, right? But there we go, we have to go there. So anyway, so the whole thing, I think, would become so much more streamlined and easier. Oh, you're gone again, Claude. Um, if um, if uh, full self-driving becomes a reality. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it will disrupt many things, especially you know, what we talked about earlier with taking delivery, the car driving itself right from the factory to your home uh, and you know, all things that uh, we can't even think about right now because uh, it will create so many new uh, options that uh, just have never existed before. And I think that's also why it's so exciting about uh, Tesla uh, as a whole, where you see like the potential is so incredible and it brings out the best people. I mean, we're here uh, offering our precious time to talk about this and uh, that's really uh, remarkable. I think it really inspires people and uh, drives your imagination 
so much that uh, you get really excited and uh, joyful about life, uh, at least when it comes to uh, these aspects, at least for me personally. Mm. Mm. No, yeah, I, 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 I think that could also solve a little bit the problem in towns, because if the cars can drive their own to a parking lot, and during the night they drive there, they get charged, they get cleaned, and in the morning yeah. they come back. Um, I, I see it in, in Switzerland, we have so many parking lots where you really can't put any charger on it. So it, it will be difficult for, for people to charge there. And if everything is just EVs, then it will be a big problem. But if you can change it to, to, this, uh, to this system that the car doesn't have to stay in front of your house, then it can go somewhere and get charged back to you. I think that would be a really, really big advantage. Mm. You, but I think imagine. that takes more than 10, 10 years. Yeah. yeah. But you yeah. see, that's the same with me. And I also think people like having their car. I, I actually, you know, I love owning my car. Yes. I, I love that it's my car. I also love driving. I mean, not always. And I, I fully agree that sometimes it would be great. I was following this discussion this morning between Gary Black and a couple of people on, on Twitter where he said, well, if really, I mean, he's, he doesn't believe Robotaxi is coming, but if really Robotaxi comes, then we should reduce the number of cars sold to individuals because then nobody will buy a car anymore. Well, I'm not so sure. I mean, I would like to have both worlds. I would like to have a robotaxi when it's convenient to have a robotaxi because yes. if I want to go to LA to a restaurant, I don't want to have to park it and I find it's horrible. Yeah. But yeah. when I want to go to my road trip, I want to have my car and I don't want to have another car that comes and picks me up. I want to have my car because my car has my battery behavior and I was taking care of it and it smells like me and it is like me and whatever. It has my sticker on it. And, and so I do believe that because, you know, humanity always progresses and gets more spoiled. But I think the next level of being spoiled is having both access to a robotaxi and having your own car it's like in your case alexandra you've got a you're you're in in danger of building up a collection of teslas but now you can justify it by having running your own uh, you know your own sub how um, did you work robot. that out and don't you ever talk to my husband <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i know what you mean though and it's true the sentimentality around vehicles is, is very strong it's, it's, it's yeah um probably since I mean, the days of ford you know yeah. i think there's a real a real yeah. love story between the car and the person right they, yeah. not everybody there are lots of utilitarian cars but once you love a car you love a car and it's very difficult to let go ownership of cars yeah, you make it an extension of yourself, like, mm. like your phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, and it yeah, is but... actually, it is, it is much, it is much closer to my relationship to my car is much closer to my relationship to my phone than it was to previous ICE cars. See, the Tesla knows actually very much about us. It knows where we are all the time because it's linked all the time. It's linked to our home Wi-Fi when we're at home. It's linked uh, online all the time through the Tesla. I mean, they know everything about us. Let's face it. They know absolutely everything about us as much as the phone. So um, I think people don't understand yet at what point a Tesla is much more the technology of a phone than of a car. I don't know whose kid it is. It's not mine. <laughs> we've got we've got some little guys in the background here. I'll be I'll be right with you, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> no problem at all. That's adorable. I'm 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 not really sure if that. I, I think that's a question of generation that you love your car because I know a lot of uh, teenagers. They just 
uh, can drive now and they said the car is completely I independent that. i have nothing to do with, with with my car i just want to have a car when i when i use one and the rest i am not interested in so i think there could mm -hmm. be a big uh, really a, a big chance that not anybody will own a car in the future because the mentality of the generation is changing i heard that yeah you're right on that and I, I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure age has something to do with it. In my generation, having a car, owning a car and having your car was still very important. Yes, yeah. for me as well. Yeah, I can see it in my students. I, I mean, my students are ranging from age 10 to age like 19. So I have all the interesting years in between. And uh, I can see that too. Of course, there are uh, some who, are, who uh, really are fond of their own car and this particular one can do or um, whatever, but uh, most of them, they, they just want to get around. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, I, I do think it's really uh, kind of a paradigm shift uh, of the generations. And interestingly, I, I'm like in between these two and I, I can also see both worlds. And that's why I uh, share your sentiment so much, Alexandra, where, where I see the point of having my own car, especially for, for my family, uh, customized. I also have some new nice lights installed and, and everything. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, uh, sometimes I'm just around uh, town and I, I don't have my car right here or my wife has it um, and I just need any car to go home. And um, I would just order <laughs> robo taxi so I don't really care about uh, having a car at that moment or owning a car. I will just take any car that is clean okay now uh, let me push that a little bit let that uh, so because i want to try to understand it financially i want to actually counter gary when i finally speak to gary on on this point so i try to be prepared don't tell him because he's certainly not watching so he won't know but <laughs> so what would be the break gary. point for you exactly <laughs> what would be the break point for you to substitute you driving your car that you still own to having the robo taxi is it high parking cost? Is it the pleasure of being driven? Is it the cost overall? Meaning, you know, the robo taxi cheapness makes it just so much more attractive than using your own car and abusing your own car. What, what would in that very second where you have to choose, okay, do I now press the app and get a robo taxi to pick me up or do I take my own car? What will be your decision maker? Yeah, that's a very interesting question. You know what? Can 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 I can I share a story yes. with you guys quickly? So mm -hmm. so okay, just to set the scene, um, I, I grew up in Johannesburg, right? So South Africa, not a very strong um, public transport system. So owning a vehicle is quite essential. So mm -hmm. when I was old enough to to get a vehicle, it was like that's my freedom, right? And I just I just grabbed hold of it, and it just became this extension of me, right? Mm -hmm. But when I came over here to the UK. And I experienced a much stronger uh, infrastructure around uh, public transport. I was able to not crave owning a vehicle, right? Uh, mm -hmm. I was able to get around wherever I needed to get around, and eventually, you mean, I if the utility is there, you can you can spare yes. it. If, if the yes, mm -hmm. yes, I I, I, I even I yes I even to treat myself on a Friday after 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 hours. I'd get off at my train station and then I would I would I'd use it a taxi to to save myself the ten minute walk to the you know to my yeah. flat you know just because it was there and, right think, yeah and and the, the the comparison there is that would have been the the robo taxi right mm -hmm. uh, and I wouldn't okay. have minded well, I wouldn't 
Yeah. yeah. Let me respond to a question we just got from Oliver in the comments who said many people don't have the option of owning a car because they're disabled, age-related or license revoked. Um, that's a very good point. My, my uh, former father-in-law um, is disabled, so he had a car specially equipped for driving as disabled, but it was a pain for him, you know, getting into the car, the wheelchair, uh, and then finding parking spaces. I mean, now it's more common that there are lots of handicapped parking spaces, but at that moment it was really complicated. And uh, and that's true. I mean, Robotaxi is going to change the world for them. They, I don't think they will even complain, consider anymore owning a car that has to be specially equipped for yeah. for them. Whatever. But I still think I still think there is going to be a huge portion that will want both own a car and use Robotaxi. And, and I just, I try and I'll ask a lot of people and, and you're so, you're my first guinea pigs in there. Um, you know, what will it take for you to make in the morning the choice, okay, today I take the robot taxi or, or I leave the car at home or I prefer taking my car. What, what's the, what's the, the, the thing that makes it happen? Yeah, for me, I, I think it, sorry. sorry, go go ahead, Julian. Yeah, for me, it would be uh, availability and organizational issues with my family. So if, if you know, for example, I just had uh, one car and uh, my wife would take it uh, out, uh, obviously I would need a, uh, some other sure. car then. Uh, usually I'm riding my bike. <laughs> but so that, would be, that would mean you would have reduced ownership from two cars down to one, right? Yes, especially now okay. it would absolutely make sense because uh, as I told uh, you guys like, at the beginning of our talk, uh, maybe even before we went live, uh, we want to upgrade to an, uh, to Model Y uh, eventually because our, our children grow, and uh, then I have like a spare car. <laughs> I have a Model Three uh, just hanging around because I usually, me personally, uh, I don't uh, drive that much. I can just ride my bike for five minutes and I'm at my uh, school, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, and usually I also drive around town uh, just with my bike. I don't do like long road trips or anything. Uh, so, so for me personally. Um, I would be happy with one car, but uh, if I needed one, uh, it would just be the case. You know, is it is there a car available uh, which I need right now? And if, if there was uh, a permanent need for a second vehicle, and if ordering a robo taxi takes time, like you need to wait like for 15 or 20 minutes, which could be realistic. And if I you know, see that mm -hmm. often it bothers me because then the deadlines are missed or something. I'm late, uh, then I would probably consider buying one. But I, I would try it out first and see how it actually, uh, it, that, how well it does owning just one car or no car at all. And then I can still buy one. Right? So you think you think robotaxis will be in higher demand on rainy days? Yes, yes. most likely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't you know, seem I mean, this like is, it. This is crazy. Thinking about all this, I get into these rabbit holes. It's crazy. <laughs> Well, it seems like they're transitional. Um, it, it seems inevitable that there'd be a transitional period. So, mm -hmm. uh, and and the transition won't be so much external as it will be to people's perceptions, people's paradigms. So it's, it's, it's the, we we might not even realize just how um, uh, hooked we are on 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 on. The 20th century paradigm of mm -hmm. owning a vehicle versus the 21st century paradigm of not needing to own a vehicle and still having 
more and better freedom than you mm -hmm. had when you owned the vehicle because and i say better for various reasons including the fact that you wouldn't have to maintain the vehicle yourself you know and that's a big one you know uh, um i think i think uh, uh, i remember back to my early earlier days my the first my first car was my baby and i would cherish it and if i would do anything i could to to maintain it myself and if, and every time i went into the shop i would be there like like a nervous yeah. parent, you know, like holding hands. How is it, you know? And, and, and yeah, and, and, and that's and, um, done now, yeah. right? Now, now it's down to utility, but you wait for that X. That's exactly what happened to me. Up to 2020, I couldn't care less about the cars. It was my husband. I, he was like, What shall we take? So, take whatever, doesn't matter as long as it drives. Mm -hmm. Then we went into electric cars. I was like, Okay, so now we have electric cars. <laughs> I couldn't care less, right? Yeah. And then I had the first Tesla, and now I'm so obsessed. I mean, I'm not spending money on anything significant other than my cars now. You would have told me that five years ago, I would have told you I'm crazy. And that's that's why I'm trying to extrapolate what will happen in five years. Let's just say we get through all these government and regulations. Now there are these robot taxis. Can I give up on this possessive need to have my own car? And I just don't think so. I mean, maybe it's only Tesla drivers that are like that, but I mean, yeah. it, you have no idea how listen to any of us who have it daniel and julian yeah. we, we get stars in our eyes as soon as we talk about our cars we remember the time we picked it up do you remember any other car date where you picked it up i mean not me for sure not yeah, Point taken. Point yeah but taken. i think the, the only way we'll be trying it out <laughs> and see, seeing if it actually yeah. is that much of an influence because sometimes you, you cannot really at least for me sometimes i cannot really go into uh, thinking uh, in that kind of reality, right? I, I know what this reality might look like, but I cannot perceive myself living in that reality. And I think the only way is to eventually end up in it and actually have the choice, and then I will probably see. Yeah. And yeah. Oliver's making a good point here. He says uh, in the comments, parents would rather have their kids use um, uh, a robot taxi then go into an uber and i mean i was in that situation my kids were the uber kids right B before they had cars or when there was one car and then multiple kids wanted the one car so they couldn't obviously and obviously the other thing i have to say i'm very proud of here in california is if ever they were partying as soon as they drank they would take an uber home that was there was no doubt about it they would never drive the cars were wherever there was but they, they were always very good about that which is a very good thing about californian culture but anyway so so talking about that um that makes me think it's actually there are three solutions one solution is you have your car you drive it second solution you have your car but you use it as fsd meaning your kids can drive it even if they're not in the age to drive, right? Because now it's a, it, it's your personal robotaxi. And then the third one is uh, having anonymous uh, robotaxis, right? You have an app like the Uber app, you press and an empty car comes here and you use it to get to your destination. And that was it. You'll never see that car again. So I, I, I tr I'll try to model this out. I mean, all my financial models up to 2030, are not considering anything else than the FSD income, you know, just that people want to pay for being able to drive by themselves. I never modeled any robotaxi uh, income into that, but slowly it grows on me. You know, I mean, I, I don't like FSD yet. I scares the heck out of me. I, I, I'm probably the worst FSD beta tester ever because I can't do it. I gave up after a month, but, but, slowly but surely i mean and if it gets to me if i'm able to start thinking about it it must get to you know younger 
more tech people much quicker than to me because I'm I'm very slow adapter, no doubt about it. Um, so there, there and there are very clear advantages. I mean, can you imagine making sure your kids get back home safely in your car? is is just a wonderful advantage. It is. It is. Dad, there we go, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice transition to the next subject. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So we wanted to talk about birth rates, as this is a, a recurring topic, and Elon Musk always uh, pushes uh, his thoughts on this. On, and I think he really got some uh, very interesting points. And I mean, uh, here we have uh, Alexandra, you with five children, uh, it was five, right? Uh, and Claude, you yes. as well. So um, what are your ideas on the topic of declining birth rates, uh, which is something that, uh, at least for me, wasn't on my radar before. I, I was in the kind of uh, social dogma of, you know, there's, there's too many or we're quite fine right now, but in the future, you know, Earth will just collapse. But if you actually look at the numbers and it's relatively easy to understand how to calculate this, uh, extra extrapolate mm -hmm. um, how the birth rates will decrease actually in the future, uh, yeah. the more the society uh, develops or the whole civilization. Uh, it really is kind of mind boggling to see that right now. And I think it's yeah. a topic that is very dear to your heart as well, Alexandra, right? It is because I mean, I had my five children without thinking much. I mean, obviously, <laughs> you better think, but I started early. I kept on going every three years, had another child. I was having my professional period and somehow it fitted in. If I would have thought about it, I certainly would have never gotten to five children and what a shame it would have been. So I, I'm trying to, to use the little public awareness I can create to talk about the subject because I feel it's very important to talk to the younger generation now that's between 20 and 40 um, to be aware of it because women have a biological clock if they can't make children because it's just impossible well think twice maybe it's not as impossible but if it really is impossible at least freeze your eggs because it is the, the, the window is so small and and if you don't do it i hear from so many women 35 and older that say well now suddenly i realize it's too late now i would like to have children went to my doctor can't do it uh would need lots of um of uh, operations and, and and interventions and and help and it's just such a shame right so i just want people to know it's nothing romantic you know bringing up children is a heck of a job but it is the most gratifying thing you can do in your life oh yeah no doubt and you with your school children on top of it i don't know how you do it i think my time is already and but, but first of all you gr they grow out of it my youngest is now 19. i now have suddenly time again for hobbies like tesla and, and putting time in it i mean wouldn't be able 10 years ago but now i am and um and and there is you know this is something that's beyond money and beyond social status or whatever and it is such a shame currently poorer countries poorer households make children and richer households don't and i think there is also a little element of being entitled and spoiled because children will disrupt that children will change your habits they take over they they have no consideration for your thoughts and they have no patience with you wanting to do anything else they need your full attention um but it is still so worth it. And so if I could be the little advocate that today somebody listens to and says, you know what, let's do it. Let's make that third child or let's make that first child. 
I'd be very happy. I even propose to be the godmother of all of them. There's no problem. They'll all get their presents. They'll get their vacation in Vegas once I live there. No problem. But I really want people to consider making children. Yeah, it's a, it's, 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 it, is a, it, it, it is a big deal. Uh, I, I, I've, I've grown to be a bit, I think, personally, I feel a little bit more familiar with, with the subtlety with which, like, Elon sort of almost mentions something, you know, and, and if you listen, it's like he doesn't really talk about stuff that's not important. And mm -hmm. the way that we can relate, at least also the, the way that, you know, if, if, you don't, if, if, if I can contribute, the way I can relate it to that as well is um, there, was a, there was a time when I would have also thought, oh, no, uh, there's a population explosion. Uh, the world is in crisis with population uh, explosion. Um, I just recently saw a, a, a documentary by David, Ad, David Attenborough, right? Who would still probably insist that there's a population explosion problem. Um, I, but I think he was, he was kind of, in my opinion, he was coupling that with the, um, the, 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 the problems of, you know, devastation to wildlife. You know, mm -hmm. and into wild lands and into uh, pollution, that sort of thing is an issue. It felt it feels a bit like maybe if, if that's if that's coupled to population growth, perhaps it needs to be decoupled in the sense that because David will in his documentary is saying, look at Japan, such a great example. But Elon would look at Japan and say, look at Japan, that's <laughs> <laughs> a problem, right? Yeah. So and and it's true if like Julian is saying you if, you if you do look at the numbers and you think about it and like you're saying Alexandria you look at the the window of opportunity for procreation yeah. then it isn't actually that big no. so and uh, um, but to 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 add further um, in my own experience uh, th there are subtle more seemingly subtle issues with childbirth that sort of pop in my mind and and the, it, it includes things like um hospitals in my again in my opinion hospitals seem to treat pregnancy like a medical condition oh like sure because it's a money maker cool yeah. of yes. course i mean yes, i, I so give birth at home i don't know did your wife give birth at home yeah I mean, and, and I mean, if ever anybody wants to talk to me about all that, I'm most happy to share all that. I don't think this is a channel for it. But there, there is so much to be improved. But I mean, first you have to get pregnant, right? So uh, just consider having children. It, it is, of course, it's a pain in the neck. But if you don't do it, regretting is not a solution. It isn't. It isn't. And, and, and how maybe... How old are your children? Oh, say again? How, how old are your children? Right, so they range three to ten right now. Wow, five so, in yeah, seven years. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah I, know, I know, I know, I like, know. Well, we we got we got to number two, and we thought we were done. Right, <laughs> and interestingly, um, we 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 took we took him to for his usual checks at the hospital, and um, there was a lovely uh, uh, midwife who 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 looked us as we were saying thank you very much and leaving and looked us in the eye and said we'll see you again and ah! of course my wife and i were like no no you will not see us again and they saw us again three more times you know so um but what, what's what strikes me in the point that i wanted to want to want to want to um 
press on a bit more is is um that i don't know if it's maybe a bit of a, a, a subliminal issue that people might think oh no childbirth is a very dangerous thing it's really complicated you know it's, it's and hospitals and doctors will punt all of the terrible things all of the stuff that can go wrong and have you absolutely petrified saying please doctor you know help us right instead of what's probably again in my opinion probably a bit more of a realistic approach to say it's not a medical condition it's a natural process and then that from that in our case we had we had two hospital births and three home births right mm -hmm. the three home births were water births and mm -hmm. this was after our own kind of extensive sort of research on the, on the subject mm -hmm. just feeling like after that first hospital experience yeah uh, that doesn't really seem it doesn't really seem right yeah uh, I, I always think this poor baby having to watch all these lights coming out right when you can yeah. do it at home in the water in the dark in the warmth yeah, i mean i know I, I mean i could talk about if ever that was the most romantic experience you can imagine i mean i know people think you're crazy oh then let me actually add something the other thing i hear from time to time they're going alexandra you're religious right there is not a more atheist person in the world than me this has nothing to do with religion you know i'm not making children because of a religious belief i'm not religious i'm making yeah. children because i believe I'm an intelligent woman, I'm married to an intelligent man, and we should make children. And the proof is they're all five just absolutely wonderful. I mean, they're all different than me. I'm, you know, politically right-leaning. I have a very left-leaning daughter. That brings lots of animation to, to the table. Okay. There, there, are, there are crazy stuff happening with five children. Um, I'm, it actually challenges my life view and my worldview a lot of times. But my gosh, it's, it's the only thing that really matters. I did a lot of things in my life, a lot of professional things, a lot of private things that I'm proud of, but nothing comes even close to having children, nothing. And I know that when you don't have any, they, you all think we're crazy. And again, this is not romantic. This is a heck of a job and better look for a partner that does his part because two adults doing each 50% is the only way to get this done. If you have to do more, I, I cannot I tell you how much I worship single parents. I have no idea how they do it. Yeah. I mean, this is yeah. crazy. They go through. Yeah. Exactly. But but again, please consider it. Don't wake up too old and then suddenly realize that that was it. Your life is over and you have no kids. They're all the money yeah. in the world. What are you going to do with it? Yeah. I mean, this is worth nothing in, in the end. Yeah. And challenge the status quo. When they come, when 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 the when the professionals come and tell you about the dangers of childbirth, uh, challenge them. Challenge them with your own common sense, with your own intuition about what seems. You know, I think there's a this it sort of dates back to um, uh, I don't know how many uh, how many sort of kings. You know, we have to go back in time to to when they were preferences for for how someone should even give birth right and and yeah. and un, unnatural essentially unnatural interferences have entered the medical world when it comes to childbirth so severely that it just it just traumatizes mum and baby completely you know? agree completely agree now claude let me get back to your home birth because this is a one another of my passions do you feel there's a difference between the three younger children born at home and the two older children born in hospital in terms of cognitive behavior uh 
ease of catching diseases or whatever because with, with us it's there's clearly something oscar's the one bo born at home the youngest one he's never been ill the most self-assured guy he i mean maybe it's just a character thing but there you go you have four siblings that are not the same and the most um you know he's just calm in himself he's just yeah. he owns himself that's it and that's his character while the other ones there's always some nervousness about because me it took me longer than you congratulations having understood after the second birth i only understood after the fourth but uh but but anyway i mean clearly the home birth produced the child that is so healthy in himself you know so strong in his he's never been shattered you understand he is he's just yes. very very special yeah, I agree. I agree that the bond isn't broken. There's no, there's no point in time where they say, right, we need to take baby away and get baby measured and get baby checked out and, you know, and all of yeah. that stuff. They're, they're, they're with, they're with mum or dad pretty yeah. much the whole time. And um, it's just, yeah, it's just that interference is gone. I mean, we, we, we've, we've, we, we, uh, for home births, we've had lovely uh, midwives who come to the house and bring a huge amount of equipment with them but they're great and it's, it's great in the sense that you write a birth plan and because it's it's kind of it's your turf right so it's kind of your rules you know provided certain criticalities are are in check um the midwives are there and they will have a, they'll have an ambulance on call you know that type of thing provided all they're they're happy with that and you sort of almost been signed off to it then it's your game, it's your space, and it's it is a different experience. I, I, I recall our firstborn in hospital, and um, she was mum and baby were were exhausted after a night. Yeah, I mean, the first, you know, the first a long, coming, long laborious right? night. Yeah, bright mm -hmm. as you say, bright lights, lots of interference. Um, mm -hmm. We we started pushing back to say, look, you know you've got the monitors and everything strapped everywhere and and mum can't move around and get comfortable and go through this process I hear you know? you. And, and it's very very traumatizing and and uh, and for me as as the as as the the guy i felt quite helpless you know yeah to be, you're to just be standing there as a spectator yes, yeah. yes, yes exactly now with home birth completely different funny other story funny nice side effect about home birth i mean can you imagine we're really scaring them so we started off telling them make kids and now the two of us tell them <laughs> just bring them, bring them at home birthing in some water and that's it sorry about everybody being being shocked now but that's it but just for the little last story to know, that, so ride, yeah. <laughs> our exactly our fifth one oscar was born in this little town in the south of france called Mougin. and so usually when you do it at the hospital they have um, uh, a center where you get them into the register, right? So that this is all organized by the hospital because you're giving birth there, but this was not done at the hospital. This was done at home. So us, we had a doctor there as well. And she said, so the next morning, the father has to go to town hall and declare the birth. So my husband next morning went there. At the town hall, they were enthusiastic. This was the first child born in decades in this little town because usually oh, they're wow. always born in Glass or in Tan in the in the clinic. And so this is one of the first children born again in the little town. That was the cutest thing. New life. 
exactly. It is. Okay. It is. So, so he's very proud every time he, so he just got his U, U.S. American passport and it says born in Mougins, France. And I was like, I'm sure there is no other American that has in his U.S. passport that is born in that little town in France. That is so stunning. It's so, yeah. It is. Yeah, it is. yeah thank you for yeah. sharing. It's a really great story. Yeah, and we don't want to, you know, we don't want to blame anybody or make anybody afraid. But we also, I mean, I just feel that there is nobody advocating for having children, and we should advocate for having children. Yeah, I concur. I concur. And uh, it's like, even though we've shoehorned the subject into our into our discussion this evening, it is. Yeah. Sorry, Julian and Daniel. There we were with all our home birth and stuff. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, we can have like a special episode. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's true. It's, it's probably is a, a a bigger a bigger discussion. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I I I also for for one as well wouldn't mind taking questions and and just helping people, just enlighten people on on the basis of our own experiences, really. Uh, and it's, it's absolutely chalk and cheese. I I I have to say, um, we are a shadow of a doubt. Um, I would never ever advocate for anything but a home water birth with you know Same. unless there's some medical condition which is generally the minority case mm. um we we, we got the the, the the i can even describe the birthing pool which is the blow-up one you know the the, the inflated yeah, yeah. birthing. you rented one you it, rented one uh well we we did we, for one of our home births we did but after that we just bought one basically you know? <laughs> 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 oh we were, we were into that ramping we were, up production <laughs> <laughs> we were into our uh, expanding the, the family first, stage. You can be the first Tesla X driver bringing the the rental the pool to the first. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the just in, just one interesting point is that the 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 baths they use for water birthing in the hospitals are mm -hmm. like a hard material, right? So yeah. it's like a, like wooden, a bathtub. Yeah. It's like a bathtub, yeah. right? But the inflatables are a lot more comfortable for mum. Mm. To be perfectly frank, it's it's just yeah. yeah, and 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 having seen all uh, seeing the array of of births that I've witnessed in my own family, I can say with my hand on my heart, I know exactly which one is the best. And there I you go. Anything else? It's like it's like once you've driven Tell a Tesla. Are you going to try and sell someone an ice cream? So the, the big question is, is there a number six coming? <laughs> you know, like I said in the story when we were saying, you know, after number two, we were adamant that there will be no more, right? Uh, so. I do believe we have reached our limit, okay? Um, but I've learned not to... Not to say. Not to <laughs> and I hear them. Like, that, that, give me a bonus question. From which number onwards did it get easier? Oh, I, I think I just got him at the wrong moment. Yeah. So, did you hear me? Uh, sorry, yeah. come, come again, Alexandria. Yeah, sorry. No problem. So, from got, which I've, number I've, of children? From which number of children on did it get easier? Was it after the first that it got easier? Or after the third? Or okay. did it never get easier? No. Num number one turns your world upside down. Number That's two true. turns the world upside down again, but number three okay. gets uh, slotted into the same kind of sausage machine because now you've got all the hand-me-downs are there, you've got all the clothing, you've got all the shoes, exactly. you've got, you know, bedding. So, yeah. So number three was actually, in a way, it's more work, but it's easier. Mm, I agree with you. you know, From number three on, it's so much easier. Model three. Yeah. Yeah. 
There you go. It just goes. <laughs> anyway, that was just that was interesting discussions. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, thank you uh, for coming on online, especially uh, yeah, Alexandra and Daniel. You uh, from the US, from oh, there's the little there one. Uh, from <laughs> good night, everybody, and thanks for such a great good night. Talk. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Yeah. Thanks and for joining us, Daniel, Alexandra. A pleasure, guys. And also Oliver Quinn, the chat uh, from YouTube. Uh, for, um, yes, yes, some, great uh, comments, guys. Yeah, you're invited, right, Oliver? Uh, just reach out on Twitter and write us a message. Yeah, and yeah. Also join. As, as as you know, we're, we're we're a very young channel. This is just episode two, but we are we are here to um, to participate. So thanks everyone. Thanks everybody. It's been Thank great. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank Speak you. Soon. Cheers for yeah, now, nice. guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.